What's up, guys? This week's episode of The Point After Show is brought to you by pristineauction.com. That's P-R-I-S-T-I-N-E auction.com. If you guys are looking for stuff to decorate your man cave, your woman cave, your child cave, whatever you're looking for, these guys have it. Sports-related, movie-related, action stuff, anything you're looking for, it's all certified, it's all authentic. You can get that at pristineauction.com. Great supporter of The Point After Show. The Point After Show. He's going savage. Run for your life. And that was a disgraceful performance, in my opinion. We threw that game. We gave it away by doing that. We gave him the freaking game. In my opinion, that sucked. Uh, playoffs? What talk about? Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. The Point After Show. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f- he wants. The Point After Show. Spikes in hell. Spikes in peewee hell. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Eddie from The Point After Show. I'm here with Tommy Eclipse Lipko and Cabby, the producer, Cabiston. Uh, before we get into our show tonight, we just want to let you guys know that uh, make sure that you look out for our Fantasy Football Advantage podcast, which comes out later today. Also, we're going to do something a little different with the, uh, this week. We're going to talk uh, politics and sports for our, our next short podcast, and then also we're going to talk about Roger Goodell's NFL uh, commissioner five-year contract extension, which hasn't been signed yet, but you know it's coming. So uh, we're just going to talk about you know some of the controversial um, topics that he's been involved with uh, since his uh, tenure with the as a commissioner with NFL. But let's just our to- our topic tonight is about fantasy football, why we like to play it, what our whole. Um, idea and our goals are surrounding fantasy football is all about. So I'll bring it over to Tom first. Why do you like to play it? Like, what's what's behind your? What's the motivation of you playing fantasy football every year? To dominate. To dominate. Absolutely. Oh. Here, no. Let's be honest, right? We're all still kind of young. This is where I think people like us get a little more into it, where we've played some sports in high school or we played some after high school, and we had the competitive juices flowing. And then we tried doing a little flag football adult league, and then you can't walk for four or five days afterwards realizing we're way out of shape, way, way out of our element nowadays playing any type of athletic sport. So what do you have left, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I I love fancy football. I love just something to do with your friends. Yeah. It's a good pastime. I mean, I, uh, I mean, we all also like to gamble a little bit, I think, you know, so there's a little... dabble. Yeah, I dabble. There's a little... You guys... Yeah, we do. do you? <laughs> not, as much, not as much no, as Tommy. Not, no, no, no. I actually, uh, my sponsor would be upset. Okay. Be <laughs> that we were talking about this tonight. So, I mean, I, I like it because I, I also, I, I do enjoy the gamble. But, uh, you know, you're putting in a little bit, and there's a chance to win that at the end of the year. But more it's, uh, you know, bragging rights. You know, you have that for a year, two years sometimes, or forever if it's us and Paul doesn't have one, yeah, you know, yeah. so, you know, you have just that little bit of uh, ribbing to, to go against your friends with, uh, and it's, it, it, it's for me, I mean, I love football, but it makes watching the games even more exciting for me, you know what yeah. I mean, uh, knowing that I have investment into the game a little bit, you know, I, I, I enjoy that yeah. part of it. Especially, I, I mean, as a Raiders fan, the last decade has been a little rough, um, so given me, you know, playing five or six uh, fantasy 
lineups and leagues a year, that gives me something to do when the Raiders are shitting the bed every week. So gives me something to root for and, you know, play for pride, play for money. And also, I mean, like Tommy said, it's a good thing to do with your friends because life gets in the way with shit. So the older you get, the harder it is to get together sometimes, especially if people are you know, out of town, moved away, or if you have moved away. So, like, if you do have a live draft, it's or if that... you got engaged and you're not allowed to hang out anymore. <coughs> <coughs> no, but if you're... Dot <coughs> com. <laughs> no, but, I mean, if, if your league has a live draft, that might be the only time of the year that you see your friends that you grew up with and, you know, are, are lifelong um, friends with. So, it's a, you know, good thing to do once a year to look look forward to. Nice so, yeah. Well, yeah, I know, I... Throw a little sentimental get, value yeah. to it. Get a little nostalgic of this weekend. I we feel had like a, I our draft. Uh, hey, you want to hug it out here? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Let me know. Yeah, well, I mean, we had that this weekend. We had our uh, our draft, and yeah. uh, a bunch of buddies came in the town. Even the ones that necessarily weren't in the draft still came and hung they're out. They're still on the time. waiting list to get in. Yeah, they're, they're they're patiently waiting. And you never know. Because yeah. there's some awkward trades this year um, that maybe some people might get kicked out of the league next year. We'll oh, have to talk to, awkward trades. We'll have to talk to the fantasy football advantage about that and just yeah. to see what he, he has to say. Awkward's a nice way of you to Yeah, awkward it, uh, is also a synonym for drunk on the show this evening. Yeah. So, yes, it was pretty awful. I'm feeling pretty awkward right now. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, um, so, anyway, yeah, I mean, that's that's why I like to play. Not, I mean, yeah, obviously the competitive, uh, competitive nature of it, but... You do get to, you know, sometimes just communicate with uh, your buddies from a long time ago that you don't get to talk to every day. So, um, But moving on, what do you guys guys feel makes your draft? What makes a good draft? Like a good draft day or my draft and my team? Um, I guess you can pick whatever one you want there. Uh, a good draft day. A good draft yeah. day. Like, your dra- like what makes a good draft? Yeah. I think some people, obviously the first thing has to be a live draft, right? Like... An online draft is, you could do that with random people from across the world. You don't know who they are. Sure, that's cool. I'll, I'll stick to daily fantasy football for that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But for my fantasy season, you need a live draft. Even if even if there's uh, one that's kind of online, kind of live that I do with uh, my wife's family, it's still fun. We'll, we'll take our laptops to the house and do a live draft, but it's kind of online at the same time. It's a hybrid plan. Um it's really cool, but you you give yourself a live draft with your friends with alcohol and food. It, it you definitely have to drag it out too. Don't don't rush it. You know, a couple breaks uh, yeah. here and there. We, we take some breaks. We'll stretch it out. We'll try to make some mid draft trades. Uh, I I just enjoy the entire day. Yeah, I I think. Uh definitely, the food helps. Uh, the atmosphere, the live aspect is is part of none i mean you're there's something to be said for the shame that you can give somebody and get in their head when it's live if oh, they make a bad pick absolutely. that could really throw them off whereas online it's just a click and then the next person's clicking but if somebody really bungles up you can really jump on them and affect the whole rest of their draft well and it's a lot easier we have the the socks rule that came to effect oh uh, uh, yeah the socks yes. rule so uh that i mean you get a warning if you uh draft a player that's already on the board uh, second strike is you're out. You get to take a kicker. Exactly, so, and that would never happen in a no, live draft because you just have the next yeah, person. They in front all of you. go away. You know yep. what I mean. So that's another just a fun little aspect of of a live draft. It adds a little more, you know, uh, 
a little research to it, and I enjoy it because you have to start thinking about it a couple yeah. weeks before, at least a couple days before. Yeah. If you're some people, maybe the night before, and you just have little notes that you're scratching stuff on, and you're ready to go. But uh, keeping track of it's a little difficult, and you don't want to end up in our league with an extra kicker, or, or you know, we have other people that have called into the other podcast and told us all the different things they did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I would take a, a live draft over a. a an online one any day and then the whole day becomes an event you know what do we do we had some we had yard games we had we horseshoe had, tournament bag yeah. tournament we had a blast so make a day of it and uh bring all your friends out and then you know if they if you, you know it's probably not the most exciting thing to sit there and watch people draft but you know you can uh you can have them come a little bit later and make a whole day of it i think is is, is just the way to go with it yeah so i mean other side of that what makes a good draft day as far as your your actual draft strategy your, your board what, 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 like, going into it, I know this is my, I have a little bit of a strategy, especially for the first couple rounds, depending on if you already know where your draft pick is going to be. Sometimes you don't know until, you know, five minutes before the draft starts, you pull a name out of a hat, and uh, that's how my family league is. You don't know until you get there, um, like 30 seconds before the draft starts, where you're going to be picking from. So you can't really have a strategy there. But um, I think good first-round pick and a good strategy if if even if you have a strategy going forward and you make it that strategy into like the third fourth round i think you can't ask for anything more than that especially if you're targeting players and you get them oh i yeah the biggest thing during the draft is like cavi said uh to make a good draft going forward and up to a certain point is when you're not getting razzed if 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 you take a bad pick and then they start razzing you that totally throws you off your game it's unbelievable. You don't think so, but once you start getting your balls busted, then you're trying to overcompensate every other pick after there. You might start stretching for players that you think are going to have great years because you're trying to just, hey, look at me. I didn't screw up. It was part of my plan, but unfortunately, it was a screw-up, and yeah, it happens. You have to get, you have to have a plan, a backup plan, I guess. Mm-hmm. If you pick one bad person, you need to have a plan in place that, okay, you need to have an attack mode for this. And, you know, uh, I'll give props to our champ, our past champ, current <laughs> champ. Looks like after the draft and uh, trade job that he got after, unbelievable. He had a screw-up, made a draft, was so deflated after the draft, thought his team was done, his his run as champ was down the shitter. Oh, he was disheveled. I was sitting next to him, and he's like, this is the worst draft of my life and all this shit, and then... Yeah. Here comes drunk Mazza tripping into Rivera's hands, handing him potentially another championship. But he almost got one off Griebel, too. Oh, yeah. He's like the master manipulator. The art of the, he should write the art of the deal because yeah. he had Griebel ready until everybody kind of chimed in a little bit and, and, and thank God, stopped that one. That would have just been over. It would have just been the league. Yeah. Um, but then, I mean, Mazza is probably also going to be the league. But still, um, I think since we're on the topic of, you know, maybe taking advantage of drunk people with their trade. Um, I think for me, it comes down to moderation in all aspects. Um, you know, last year I had a little, one a little excessive and, uh, kind of, you know, a little hazy towards the middle of the draft and, and, uh, things got a little, did you say towards the end of the draft? Towards the middle of the draft. Okay. And then, so the end of the draft is completely gone, hazy towards the middle of the draft. And, uh, I paid for it all year. I made you know some trades. Couldn't get myself back to where I needed to be. This year, 
was uh, moderation in all aspects. Moderation in consumption, uh, moderation in trying to stay under the radar and not really get razzed that much, and then uh, moderation in just making sure I didn't overdraft in any positions, even though I ended up with three tight ends. But uh, one was my last pick. So I think that's that that's for me, you know, being even keel all day and being able to to get out and for the first time in years I'm really happy with my draft. So And for what he uh he referenced earlier, the mid round being hazy, that was uh where he invented a new dance move called the Cavi Shuffle. Yes. It's unbelievable. We need we need to reenact that and put that on the our, our, our <laughs> Facebook. We'll work on that for our, our like, one year anniversary. Like, show. A, like a GIF of Cavi. <laughs> <laughs> That's when they say you know you made it. Is when you uh, you become a GIF. Yeah. So we'll um, do so a reenactment for the one yeah, year I mean, show. One of the last things I just wanted to you know throw out there to you guys. We all have our favorite fantasy football memories. Um, anything that pops off. In Cavi, in your heads, what what would be your in, in all of your years? Doesn't have to necessarily be Lipko's Legends League, right? So, uh, I mean, obviously, winning the yeah. Lipko's Legends League was was great. Uh, I enjoyed that since I came in and and just kind of walked away with it. Um, my favorite non-memory, I guess, would be last year because it, it was a good time while it lasted. Um, and then I used to be in a work league. Um, at my old job, and uh, it, it, it was a nice league, but then I ended up in, the kid who ran that league, I ended up in his buddy's league. So these were kids that, like, they would have a live draft every year, and I would just go onto the computer, because they lived mm. out in uh, Wommelsdorf, which is out by uh, Harry Sounds Potter's good. castle yeah, somewhere. I was say. And uh, I would never want to drive out there, so I was, like, the guy on the couch. Like, nobody really knew me, you know, I, I didn't really know them. Mm-hmm. And uh, every year I was in it, I would come in first or second place. So I was just, finally last year um, when I came in second again. They kicked me out of the league. They just like booted me. Um, so like I I consider that one of my favorite things about fantasy football is there's like twelve kids that like sit together all year and plotted against me that I was able to beat every year and they like absolutely hate me but have no idea who I am, what I look like, or anything like that. <laughs> so like that's kind of just no. I'm under all those guys, twelve people or eleven other people's skin. Um, that you to, know to the point where they kick you out. Yeah, to the point where like they like. <laughs> Like, they kicked me out the day of the draft. I think I were they were, that. That they was were, last year, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, like, they were just like, sorry, like, you're out. There's another kid that showed up who's here, and you're just out. So it was like, all right, I get it. Um, but I, I I hold that dear, near and dear, that I was able to get that much under people's skin. If you follow me on Twitter, you know I like to uh, be a little combat- combative, so that was something that I, I enjoyed. You do? It's a, a smidge. Oh, okay, a smidge. <laughs> a smidge. Yeah. This goes back to your whole moderation talk, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, just a smidge. Um, you it's know, a circle just, of conversation, right there. Exactly. Moderation. Like I don't go after certain people. I go after mouth breathers. That's <laughs> just kind of <laughs> kind of where we're at with that. <laughs> Tom, do you have a favorite uh, fantasy football memory? Oh, uh, um, well, I have to say, the year I won our league, Lipko's Legends, it was great. Obviously, to do it before my brother, his league, and he still has yet to do it. He busts my ass all the time, says it has an asterisk next to it because I got a few trades. But end of the day, he's always, oh, I'm in the playoffs, I'm in the playoffs. And always my comeback is when you go to, you know, Pittsburgh Stadium or the Eagle Stadium, do they have banners hanging up that say, hey, we made it to the playoffs this year? No, they have championship banners hanging up in the rafters. Well, they have... uh if they won their division, the conference, conference division, yeah, stuff, yeah, 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 but sure, it doesn't say we made playoffs. True, two thousand six. No, no one cares. <laughs> Lost second round. Oh, so 
every year, I'll, I've done it for probably like the past three, four years now, is the person that won the league would get their own individual kind of good-sized trophy before we had the, the cup, I guess. And uh, every year before draft, a couple days before, I'll always send my brother in the league a picture of me dusting it off, getting ready for a fantasy championship again. But we're going to do it this year, guys. So that's what I'm pumped. I, that's my favorite memory so far. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously mine is winning the inaugural uh, season of the Lipko's Legends League, um, 2008. So it's been a while, but I still have a trophy and a championship. Right. So, but uh, probably also me and my cousin Eric, who um, my uncle, a little backstory, my uncle and, well, my father and uh, his three brothers, they started a fantasy football league back in 1984. So it's going on 23, the 23rd season, I believe, or 20. Fourth, somewhere Back when you around. had to add up points by yourself. Yeah, they used to go. They they did their draft pick on the USA Today when the USA Today would announce all the rosters of all the teams. That's mm-hmm. how they would bring a pit newspaper in, and that's how they would do their draft. Wow. Yeah, and that's um, how they would do the scoring too, right? Scoring, yeah. Like I mean, box well, scores, probably, right? yeah, box scores. Well, yeah, yeah, but yeah. they would look at the newspaper box scores. Yeah, and yep. then do everything and calculate by hand. That those are the people that are groundbreaking, and we owe some respect to. For yeah. Sure. But yeah, I mean that geez. was that was the first fantasy football league that I ever even heard of, and me and my cousin Eric, who's a year younger than me, um, we've been wanting to get in it for ever. And finally, in two thousand six, my uncle we called him Uncle Adolf for a while because he wouldn't let us in. <laughs> um, but finally, there was an opening, and uh, probably that that year that was the first league I was ever in, and first time we were invi- uh, I was invited into a league. So. That was probably one of my favorite memories. Popping his V card. That's everybody's favorite memory, Eddie. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Um, and then I guess we kind of just talked about this. One last thing to wrap it up. Um, we talked about winning and everything. And, Cavi, I think you brought this up in the beginning. Uh, why do you play? It's, it is more than just – do you feel it's more than just a prize? Or do oh, yeah. Know? I mean, listen, winning is nice. I bought a truck with the winnings from the uh, – <laughs> the Lipko's Legend League, but I mean, it, it. I obviously you don't win every year, and we keep coming back for it, so it's more like Tommy said, I think, you know, just a little bit of that competition um, and and not having to actually physically compete, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You, you still get the rush, like like towards the end of the, when the games are wrapping up and it's a close fantasy vote, I still get like the butterflies and like, you know, get kind of like antsy and stuff, you know? Yeah. I like I pace. Like, but I always make like scenarios in my head like, okay, I'm down like by three points and I still have my running back with uh, three minutes left. Could he, you know, yeah. somehow score a touchdown or get 30 yards, you know, in the next three minutes, even though if they're blowing out a team, they're yeah. not going to be... Or, if they're losing to a team, they're not going to be running the ball. They're going to be slinging it. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, what can they do to, to dump one off? Or they fumble the ball and he can pick it up. And Amanda, like, watches me and she's just like, what the hell are you doing? Like, why do you do this? Like, you clearly hate it. But really, I love it. Like, I love that feeling. It's almost like a rush, you know? So, yeah, yeah I love everything about fantasy football. And, you know, winning's just the icing on the cake. I would do it. I mean, we get to have a great day drafting. Uh, we a lot of us watch the games together, which is always makes that much fun, especially if you're playing the person or playing somebody that will affect the other person, things like that. It's yeah, I just love the camaraderie and the competition of it. Tommy, do you play for pride? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like I always say, don't get me wrong, I love money. I love yeah. that's in my top ten things of that I love in the world. But definitely winning the championship is more important to brag, talk smack, like. I pray to God that one of us three win again this year and not 
FF advantage. <laughs> like that would be awesome. We would literally or Rivera start... now. I'm yeah. Kind of... Oh, he's he's yeah. I'm, uh, I'd rather see Rivera. This is gonna sound terrible. I'd rather see Rivera win it again than my brother win. That's bad to say, <laughs> but uh, uh, that's what it is. Because now well, I, I mean, can the odds are forever in your that, favor. Hang that above his head. I have a championship. You don't. Once that goes away, then his I made playoffs more than you did argument might start coming into play because we'll be it might be more valid then level playing field with right. championships. So it's always about the pride. The little smack talk. If you guys don't know me, that's one of my top ten favorite things to do ever is talks crap. And it's all in good fun to razz people up and make the game more interesting. So if I have to be the bad guy, the villain, the Tony Montana of the room, that's fine. I'll be the bad guy. And let everybody hate me, but you know what? They at least look forward to playing me at that point in time. What about you, Ed? Um, I think it's about 60-40 pride to prize. I mean, obviously, if you're investing, if you're in playing in, you know, I don't know, we're pl- I'm playing in like eight leagues this yeah, year. I know. <laughs> you know, averaging around, you know, 80 to 100 bucks a pop, mm-hmm. that's, that, that adds up quickly. Oh, especially yeah. uh, with a wedding coming up in about a year. Yeah, well, so, but think if you win all eight of them. Yeah, more. You win all eight of them. Then you, well, even you, if I win know. one of them, I get my money back. At least. Yeah, that's, that's true. More, yeah, so. Yeah. so just think about if you win all eight of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Smoking like a true gambler over there. <laughs> 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 I'm off it, Eddie. I thought we talked about not bringing this up. Um, no, but I mean, I, I, I just... Obviously, having that little thing above your brother's head... Uh, of us three winning a championship and him not, it it is a little self. Uh, I don't know. Gratifying. The morale, the yeah. morale's up a, a little bit more because we have that over his head. But um, other than that, I mean, I would love to win my family league because I never did that before. And then, um, yeah, it's just it's a good feeling knowing that you uh, you are a good fantasy football player. Yeah. So, well, guys. I hope you enjoyed our little segment today about uh, fantasy football. What we're going to try this week is we're going to send you three different podcasts, really short little bits. Maybe you can listen to it over your lunch break, listen to it on your way to and from work, uh, make it a little more easy for you to listen. And uh, on slower news weeks, we're going to try to do this as opposed to one big one for you. Let us know what you think. Hit us up on Twitter at uh, pointaftershow.com. Yep, and uh, I'm at Eddie underscore the PAS, Tom. I'm at T-Lip underscore the PAS. And I'm at Producer Cavi. And Paul is at the FF Advantage. So uh, we'll see you guys uh, on Wednesday. Yeah, and be sure you uh, check out our Fantasy Football Advantage podcast, which will be a little bit more detailed about fantasy. And if, you know, that'll come out later today, and if you're listening for the first time, uh, please hit the subscribe button on iTunes. Definitely.